I'm Robin Amlo, Managing Editor of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined now by Terry Duffy of NCR. And we're talking about NCR's banking predictions or trends predictions in banking for 2021. It's interesting as we look retrospectively at, at what's occurred in, in 2020. I think that some of the things that we've seen have, it's been an acceleration of things that we would have expected to happen over the next four or five years. And we see this often, or we've seen it in the past at least, where some sort of environmental effect, impact has an effect on an industry. And certainly COVID's had that on banking. And, and as, as we think about you know, the transformation of how consumers are interacting with their banks, over the last eight to nine months and the change in how they behave, how they engage the bank and, you know, the channels they engage through has been significant, certainly. And, you know, we've seen it with the adoption and wider adoption and more uh, interactive adoption with mobile online banking. But, you know, in our industry, certainly we've seen where customers have either not had access to branches because banks have closed them or they've chosen not to go into branches and they've looked for other ways to communicate and transact with their financial institution. And so for us, we certainly see that expanding, continuing in 2021. Uh, you know, we're, we're seeing where FIs have made the decision to keep branches, some branches closed or reduce their footprints. And, you know, using things like interactive technologies, teller, interactive teller machines to service their clients, expanding their mobile and online reach and their mobile and online capabilities to service their clients. And I think what we've found is banks are figuring out that, hey, we can provide the types of service that we want to provide with the limitations that were introduced from COVID. So as we think about 2021 and beyond, let's figure out how to leverage the technology, enhance the technology and build off the things that we've already started to do. So we certainly expect that to continue. And I think for folks like us, it's about how do we create unique connected experiences for our, ultimately our customers and their clients so that the channel experience is ubiquitous, seamless, and simple for them. The buzzword at one point was omni-channel, but in your report, you also talk about de-channeling. Can yeah. you explain what you mean by de-channeling? As you well know, I mean, omni-channel has been a buzzword for a long time. And I think we as an industry, certainly we as technology providers, failed to, live, to deliver on the outcomes that, that maybe the industry wanted and expected. And I think as, as we've evolved and, and we think about what's happened, and certainly we were talking about de-channeling the channel, which means making a consistent user, client, bank experience across all their channels, irrespective of how me as a consumer chooses to interact with my FI. So what we really think about is let's take away the concept of channels and think about them as consumer journeys, right? Customer journeys interacting with their financial institution. What do I want to do? And look at that engagement through the journey of the client versus the channel they're engaging in. And that's really what NCR has been doing. I know, you know, we historically have been thought about as an ATM company. That's not really what we do. It's one of the things we do, but we build software to make those client experiences seamless across any channel they choose to engage in. And we really think that banks going forward, that's how they're thinking about their client experiences. They're not saying, oh, I'm going to have a, a branch client experience. I'm going to have an ATM client experience. I'm going to have a mobile client experience. They're thinking, 
I want my clients to have the same experience across any channel. And so I think it's less about omni-channel and I think it's more about de-channeling or taking away the concept of a channel and, and really thinking about how do I engage my customer? How do I make their experience with our financial institution seamless and as effortless for them as possible? So that's really what the software that we're building, the technology that we're building. And clearly ATM, ITM is a big part of that because it's helping to drive kind of transformation to self-service, but it's just one piece of leveraging a platform that allows financial institutions to better serve their clients. Banks traditionally are brick boxes. They're reinforced brick boxes, but they're brick boxes. Is the brick box still relevant? I absolutely think the brick box will continue to be relevant. I think it's really about normalizing and scaling how the quote-unquote brick box or the bricks and mortar are used in conjunction with the other avenues that clients have to engage with their with their financial institution. So the branch will always have a place in that model. The question becomes, how is it combined with what a cu- customer would like to via their digital channels or via an interactive or an ATM channel? And I, and I really think the big thing and the thing that we're thinking about, and I think the things that customers are thinking about is How do I make sure that the client can have a continuum of a a journey, if you will, start a transaction in a digital methodology, but maybe finish it in the branch for whatever reason, for fulfillment or for advice. And you want, it's really now about how do we take clients on those journeys? And some of those journeys are going to end up in the branch, certainly, but they don't all have to end up in the branch. And so I think as banks are contemplating this, what they're really trying to figure out is, what does that ratio look like? What does that dynamic look like? What does it look like in certain markets versus other markets, right? Like maybe the West Coast is different than the East Coast. So it's really about determining what the right fit is for their client base and what the right fit is for their markets. And then we certainly see a transition away from, from branches, but they're still going to be relevant. And it's just really getting that, that right mixture and that, that right uh, segmentation. Are the banks actually going to be able to control this process? And I say it that way because it is actually, to an extent, being driven by customer desire, customer requirement. And if you do not match or meet my requirements and my desires, I'm going to go elsewhere to another institution that does. I think the way I would think about it is, like anything else, this will drive innovation, right? And it'll drive value-added services and it'll drive new capabilities. It's going to drive banks to say, okay, I can offer 95% of what I do today via a mobile channel, via an ITM, via a call center. I have to have my customers, I have to be able to give them more to get them into the branch, right? If I want them into the branch, what are the services, what are the value added capabilities that I can provide to them? Or what is the consulting, the financial services that I, I can sell to them that they're going to believe it's worth that trip? And I think we're starting to see that certainly you know, as, as you think about wealth management, as you think about other things that, that banks are looking to provide, there's capabilities. And, and I think the way the banks offer their services will continue to evolve. However, I do believe you, there's some truth to what you're saying is customers are going to interact the way they're going to interact. It's, it's their choice. And we're going to have to, financial institutions are going to have to convince them that there's added value to do certain things like go to a branch, as an example. All right, let's come back full circle. We started off talking about the pandemic. Let's let's return to it just for a moment to, to conclude. The focus is going to be on helping business recover next year, isn't it? 
we're, we're seeing um, a lot of different things, right? We're, we're seeing banks getting into small business loans, certainly, which is, is helping drive the economy and a place that, you know, maybe they wouldn't have taken as um, significant a role historically. So I think this is an area where we're, we're continuing to see banks play kind of a leading role. And I think to your point, this is going to come down to a little bit of, is there an opportunity to, for banks to position themselves at the, as kind of a, a recovery agent within the pandemic? How can they bring in new clients, offer new services, and really extend what they do? And, you know, I think any organization, ourselves included, we're thinking about how do we offer our customers better service, better support through the pandemic, so that when we clear the pandemic, we're looked at as a trusted advisor and a trusted partner. And I, I think we're seeing that in the banking industry as well, right? And so I, a lot of this will be, you know, how do, how do banks help some of the um, struggling segments of our economy? And how do we come out of this with better engagement between financial institutions and the small business? And, and ultimately, how do they find ways to grow their, their market share and their opportunity within that segment of the market? Well, I'd say to you as a closing point then that that kind of software, that kind of solution already exists that can put the business in the bank and the bank in the business and can do it in a way that is cost effective for the bank. Whereas two years ago, five years ago, it would have been too expensive to manage that client. But the software now means that it is affordable for the institution to do that. The way we envision this is, you know, we think about retail banking platforms going forward will be ubiquitous, singular and both technology modern, but also offer modern, if you will, right? And, and being able to provide banks with, with, with opportunity to offer clients things that they haven't historically, number one. And number two, that, that are probably evolving as we come out of this pandemic in 2021, hopefully. Terry Duffy of NCR, thank you very much for your time.